0: Well, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. in kind of here with you on Double K Country. It's time for Healthy Nevada. And we have Candy Dahmer, who is the Community Worksite Wellness Coordinator with Healthy Nevada. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm confident good then that works out well because today we're going to talk about practical ways to improve your confidence and why you should self-confidence is a bit
1: like the running water in your house you may not know every detail about how it works or where it comes from but it's painfully obvious when it's not there like when your water is shut off a dearth of self-confidence has a huge negative impact on your health and lifestyle Fortunately, there are things you can do to shore it up.
0: Okay, so let's talk about what is confidence.
1: Confidence means feeling sure of yourself and your abilities, not in an arrogant way, but in a realistic, secure way. Confidence isn't about feeling superior to others. It's a quiet, inner knowledge that you're capable In everyday conversation, self-confidence is often confused with self-esteem, and it overlaps with the less well-known term self-efficacy. However, psychology gives us these terms a specific definition. It's helpful to distinguish among the three. Self-esteem is the term most often confused with self-confidence and is the one perhaps least similar to it. Self-esteem refers to a belief in your overall worth. Broad statements like, I'm a good person, fall into this category. Self-esteem is one of the levels of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, and improvements to self-confidence can contribute to your broader self-esteem. Self-efficacy refers to your belief in your ability to accomplish specific tasks. If you believe you're capable of cooking dinner or completing a project – This is reflective of high self-efficacy. People with low self-efficacy often put less effort into a task if they don't believe they'll succeed at it, increasing the likelihood of failure. Self-confidence is a more general view of how likely you are to accomplish a goal, especially based on your past experience. When you practice playing piano, you increase your confidence in your ability to play the piano. This can also apply to how likely you believe you are to be accepted into a social group. If you've been made fun of for your underwater basket weaving hobby, you might be less confident sharing it with others next time. Self-confidence and self-efficacy are both rooted in experience, but self-confidence reflects a broader view of yourself rather than your confidence in specific tasks. These concepts overlap, and psychologists disagree about where the lines are between each one. You can have enough confidence to believe you're capable of learning how to play a new game, for example, while simultaneously lacking the self-efficacy to believe that you'll be any good at it the first time you start. Likewise, you can have zero confidence in your ability to cook, while still believing you're a good person and deserving of
0: love. Okay, why does it matter if you have confidence?
1: Because confidence doesn't make you feel better. It also helps you take risk to make tangible improvements to your life. Confidence helps us feel ready for life's experiences. When we're confident, we're more likely to move forward with people and opportunities, not back away from them. And if things don't work out the first time, Confidence helps us to try again. Internally, true self-confidence will lead to more positivity, happiness, and resilience. Externally, high self-confidence will lead to taking more risk, which directly correlates to with reaping more rewards. The Oxford Handbook of Positive Psychology puts it another way. If the person lacks confidence, again, there will be no action. That is why a lack of confidence is, is sometimes referred to as a crippling doubt. Doubt can impair effort before the action begins or while it's ongoing. If you believe you can get your dream job if you apply, there's a chance, however small, you might get it. If you don't believe you can get it and you don't apply, it's guaranteed you won't. Self-confidence doesn't magically make you better at what you do but it does prime you to take the risks
0: necessary to achieve your goals. Okay, so how could someone improve their confidence?
1: If building self-confidence is a matter of changing your beliefs about yourself, it's going to take some work. You can say, I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me into the mirror every day, all day long, but there are more practical and effective tools you can use too. Let's start with being hyper-honest with yourself. With a simple everyday way to exercise your confidence for example let's say someone asks you what you do for fun or what you do for a living if you find yourself biting your tongue or hiding something evaluate that that's an indication to either stop doing that thing Or more likely, accept that part of your life and own it. This doesn't mean you have to share every part of your personality with everyone you meet. You can share your geeky hobbies with your geeky friends, but stick to work topics at work. When you stop hiding parts of yourself from other people, you'll find you feel more confident in who you are. Another idea is to start working out. Many people start working out to lose weight or build muscle, but exercise can also be a huge boost to your self-confidence. The American Psychological Association has noted that exercise can improve your mood and along with regular therapy and treatment, help combat depression and anxiety. It can also help improve your confidence if you stick with it for a while. Working out regularly requires a commitment, and keeping that commitment is an accomplishment. Not only does sticking to a new healthy habit make you feel more confident... But you can also spot physical improvements to your body and health over
0: long term. Okay. Um, what do you do in situations that make you uncomfortable?
1: Stepping outside your comfort zone is, as you can expect, uncomfortable. Confidence is ultimately about being comfortable in a wide variety of situations, That would make most people feel uncomfortable. So if you stretch your comfort zone every day very quickly, you'll have a large comfort zone and be able to feel more comfortable even when outside of it. This can involve more daunting challenges like taking a new job or confronting someone you usually avoid. However, it can also take smaller forms like striking up a conversation with someone new if you're normally shy or trying a new food it's more important that you regularly expand your comfort zone a little rather than occasionally just throwing yourself into the deep end.
0: Okay, let's talk, can your appearance
1: affect your confidence? How you dress can affect how other people perceive you, but it can also affect how you perceive yourself. Wearing different clothes can prompt you to think or behave differently. This effect isn't just limited to feeling good about yourself. A study found that participants who wore a white lab coat exhibited more focused attention. In other words, when people dressed like a doctor, they behaved more like a doctor or at least how they thought a doctor might behave. If you want to feel more confident, dress the way a confident version of yourself would. Additionally, much like how you dress, the posture you adopt can affect how you feel about yourself. While it might feel a little silly at first, remember that tip about stepping outside your comfort zone, trying out powerful stances can help adjust your frame of mind. Something as simple as sitting up straight can make you feel more confident in what you're doing.
0: How should you deal with self-doubts or maybe appearing arrogant?
1: Imposter syndrome is a nasty mental drug that convinces you that your accomplishments don't really count and that you're going to be found out as a fraud. This doubt can creep in because it's easier to remember faults and more difficult to remember successes. Make a habit of periodically writing down or reflecting on times when you've done things well. It's easier to be confident in your abilities when you remember them. At the other end of the spectrum, as you start to express yourself more confidently, it's natural to worry about becoming arrogant in the process. However, arrogance isn't confidence run amok. Arrogance is more the result of insecurity than high self-confidence. Confidence is self-satisfied, while arrogance requires external validation to feel good. So while you see people who brag to solicit the recognition of others, people with true self-confidence are capable of being assertive and standing up for themselves, but but they're unlikely to adopt a tone that others perceive as arrogant." Oddly enough, the best defense against arrogance is developing true self-confidence. If you're confident, you can make the best of a bad situation. When things don't go your way, it's easy to lose hope or put yourself down. But if you have self-confidence, even when things aren't going well, you won't lose your courage and you'll keep working towards your goals. If something shakes your confidence, show yourself some understanding. Don't criticize yourself. Learn from what happened, think about what you could have done differently, and remember it for the next time. Talk about what happened with someone who cares, then remind yourself of your strengths and the things you've achieved, and then get back in the game. Thank you for listening today. If you or your organization would like to learn more about these mindfulness-based stress reduction techniques, please contact me at Healthy Nevada. Our telephone number is 417 283-4575 Two eight three four five seven five, And remember to check our Facebook And Instagram pages each week For our mindful moments
0: I had to giggle inside in one part of this Which part? The part where you said if you've been made fun of For your underwater basket weaving hobby I won an underwater basket weaving contest when I was in the Boy Scouts. Of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I was confident. <laughs> I was very confident doing it. Uh, you said well, that, and it just brought me back to that memory. He's like, I won a contest doing that when I was a kid. <laughs> I'll, I'm so impressed. <laughs> it was not pretty, but it was complete. It, that, <laughs> that counts. That's all that matters. I think I won a little ribbon or something. But well, boy, congratulations. I was, I was so proud of that. I <laughs> didn't realize
1: that was a real high hobby <laughs> it really is
0: <laughs> maybe not anymore after today but yeah of <laughs> course so we're talking with uh, candy dalmer here about practical ways to improve your confidence and why you should great reasons why thanks for coming in today thank you and you've been listening to healthy Innovative, and i'm noel Conner, and you're listening to your brand of country 97.5 fm double k country